2: Hey everyone, welcome to Moms Talk Autism. We're so happy you're here today. We are going to be taking a little trip today. A mind trip, if you will, down memory lane. And we're going to be talking about all the things that we wish we would have known. Eons ago when we started all of this stuff. (laughs) So join us and... uh, We'll talk to you soon. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle, exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk Autism. Um, so I am Brittany. Hello. Welcome. Uh, we have today, we have Shannon here. Hey there. We've got Jeannie Jean.
3: Hey. Sorry, that was She's, all. she's nodding. <laughs> As per <Yep, laughs> Okay, there we go. You mm-hmm. can see that. Translates.
2: <laughs> and we've got our little Tashi. Hi. There she is. She had to. Out of breath. She had to leave and then come back. Were you getting more cheese? What were you doing? I was letting the dog out real quick. Oh, okay. (sighs) Sure, sure you were. Apparently I need to do more cardio, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we are going to be talking about what I wish I would have known. And as I say that out loud and as I've been thinking about it this morning, I have a a very serious question for all of you. And this this is just Brittany's brain, so just go on this journey with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how many times, how many times would you say that you guys have watched the movie My Best Friend's Wedding in your lifetime?
0: Once? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but I probably <laughs> just, only seen it just once. Just come with me. Just once. get on the boat Brittany.
3: I, I had several times when it, around that time period that it came out, I watched it several times. Yeah, yes. It was a huge, like, f- you know, I don't know, movie
2: phenomenon. Like it was like the most popular movie forever, right? You've seen it once, Tosh?
1: One time. One time, yeah. Julian Roberts, Mm -hmm. yeah,
3: and Richard Gere. I mean,
2: maybe I've seen it. It's not Richard Gere. You're, yeah. I was like, it's my best friend's wedding.
3: uh, Cameron Diaz. Oh, Cameron Diaz. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong. Oh, and the doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was thinking, um, Runaway Bride. Excuse me, I was getting it switched up. Which I've watched both of them probably equally as many times, but I definitely like my best friend's wedding way more.
2: How many (laughs) times have you seen it, Shannon?
3: Once.
2: Oh, my gosh. Okay. One time. Yeah. I mean, Clearly,
0: maybe I've seen it – I've seen it like other little bits and pieces of it just randomly, and then you bet – no. Just once. to
3: say a little prayer for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So
2: <laughs> the beginning of that show has the, – the opening segment is hilarious. It doesn't have any of the actors in it. It's just a, a music montage of a Dionne Warwick song, which is appropriate considering the movie. Yes. And it goes – it starts off – if you're wishing and hoping mm-hmm. and praying and dreaming, mm-hmm. da, 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 I don't remember the rest Mm-mm. of the words. But anyway, oh, that's what's been
3: going through my head. Old as people been- are dying right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I hope not. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I've been thinking about. I've been wishing and hoping and all the things that I wish I would have known. See, I brought it full circle. Okay. So here we are. It
0: took us a moment. Sorry, you guys. Yeah. right. Wow. right. Oh, man. Sorry, really audience. Shouldn't. She I thought this was guys- going to
3: end up with your cousins on the ice sculpture with their mouth attached to it and I didn't know it was- <laughs> I thought that's <laughs> that's right <laughs> or, well, or we're going to end up singing a montage later of like the actual prayer. song yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 all right okay don't forget to shave now that's what she says <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway all right so uh, Tosh and Shannon are going to be forced to watch this movie again in the very near future we'll make sure that happens I've Jamie.
0: probably seen it a couple Times, but it's not like I haven't seen it. It's not like that.
1: I have a hard time it's, sitting still to watch a movie, so getting it's me to not watch like a movie Pretty Woman or one.
0: you know, something that's <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll talk Julia Roberts' uh movie IMDb later. Mm. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about what we wish we would have known when we started this autism journey with our kids mm-hmm. and uh. The reason why, I mean, we could talk about what we wish we would have known last week even, but <laughs> I think we're going to mainly focus on what we were, what we wish kind of we would have had maybe in our tool belt or um, just anything really that we mm-hmm. would have helped us maybe as we first started out, especially. So yeah, I know I've been thinking about that. I have my little bullet points, so I don't forget any of them. And I actually asked Doug before he left for work this morning as well, um, just to kind of get his thoughts on it. And I, I think we were pretty in line; we had similar similar thoughts. So mm-hmm. um, I won't try to separate the two. I'll just kind of mesh yeah. our ideas together. So anyway, um, I will start off with mine, and then I want to just just start with one. Um, I'll bring up one first, and then if we'll kind of see how much overlap we have between. Mm. Mm -hmm. all of our different experiences i'm kind of curious how that's going to work so i know we've mentioned this before but i think this one's really really important and it is um the idea of it is a journey and this is not a sprint this Mm -hmm. is a marathon Mm -hmm. right or a hundred miler or however you want to ultra (laughs) ultra marathon (laughs) Mm -hmm. as 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 one does Um, i have a friend who does those crazy crazy Um, and, uh, it's about pacing yourself accordingly.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So do you guys have that kind of on your list? How do you guys feel about that? Does that, does that ring true to you?
1: So I didn't put this one on my list, but I think it's true because I think in the beginning or even now, like I still do it now where it's like, I tackle a problem and I'm like, "Whoa, all right, done.
3: Mm -hmm. game over.
1: And then there's like (laughs) another one. And I'm like, huh, there's another one. And it's like, oh, okay. Tackled that one too. Like, I think if I can just look at it as a a long game, I feel like it's Mm -hmm. a little less exhausting instead of like feeling like I have to overcome this mountain and then another mountain and then another mountain. Like, it's just... A long road with speed bumps that way. Right. Mm-hmm. There's like little things mm-hmm. that you can overcome. Um, so I think like the mindset shift of being like, it's not going to be this one thing that like I tackle and I overcome and like it's smooth sailing from here on out. It's like really looking out onto the horizon instead of just in front of you. Yeah.
3: And I want to, I want to take a step into that mindset as to kind of why we, it's not just like our own natural wiring systems, but there's also information that is fed to us in such a way that we believe that we have to tackle those, tackle it in such a way that Mm -hmm. we are put on this sprint, that this is an acute period of time Mm -hmm. and then all will be resolved. And so you say yes to all the things. And I just actually had this conversation um, with a, Second year medical resident who is going into pediatric oncology and um, in the art in that presentation. And when he this was a question he asked me, you know, that and I so then I went into explaining that, you know, I from the moment my child got uh, any diagnosis because it first started with speech delay, there should have been a different way of, of approaching that problem. Cause even that was, that was being seen as, oh, well, he just is, has a speech disorder and we give him some speech therapy and he's going to be talking. And that was not, that was information that was fed both from medical professionals, educators, and family members. And mm-hmm. so there's, you don't know that until you now can be on the other side of this. That that was not the mindset that you probably should have adopted, and um, there. And if you did, don't blame yourself and kick yourself for doing it because
0: no, it we all was, did. Well, right, and because like, and unfortunately, you, it's still being fed to new. Parents, or I mean, exactly. parents to you know, newly
3: diagnosed children,
1: yeah, um, and it, it's
3: it has, harmful, perpetual. It is, perpetua- it, is mm-hmm. it is just perpetuated, and it's very pervasive in our culture in the mm-hmm. way um, our kids are being treated and therapized, and how our families get put through the re- ringer because of it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, I think it it definitely you didn't you don't realize that that was unencumbered stress. Right, that you are carrying around, um, not and knowing that not knowing pacing yourself because mm-hmm. you you're looking at it from a different set of lenses and it's not the lens that we all have now. So yeah, those um, are things I wish I knew.
2: I
0: I would say a little side note to that is um, like what Tyler and I have been very thankful for is the therapists that have been involved in Jack's um, care and this journey is because. I don't necessarily recall it being framed totally that way, you know that it that it that it this was something Jack was going to get over or improve or 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 whatever, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Um but with the therapies that we have had and the, and the therapists that he's had, it has always been very honest open conversation of of these are his strengths, these are his struggles, you know, we are going to really work to get through um these struggles and and to grow in them and and you know meet and match new levels of of achievements but it's not to say that this isn't something that could happen for a long time or it's not to say that he might graduate at this point from from this therapy or that therapy but need to come back later for it you know um and and that is something that I am grateful for because um, it, it did even back then, kind of reframe that that thought process and idea of, you know, okay, if I do A, B, C, and D, you know, then then he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, and, that, yeah, and, 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 and 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 even that that wording, he'll be fine, or they'll be fine, or or whatever. You know,
3: it's it's right. just right. But is there's so much ambiguity in that, and that's what. So even sometimes yeah. it's framed as, well, you do all of this for the best possible outcome that's a very ambiguous statement. Mm-hmm. Well, what is best possible? What is in your everyone has a different mindset of what that means. Right. And so not everybody's operating at the same pace with that. Yeah.
2: And that and that kind of segues into another thing, another yeah. point that we yeah. wish we would have known and that is that it is extremely individualized. Yes. Autism itself Whew. is individualized Mm -hmm. the way people uh receive and uh react to different therapies different Mm -hmm. medications different Mm -hmm. teachers different social situations all of those things it is all extremely individualized and it there isn't one one type or one therapy fits all situation (laughs) it's just it's just not possible
0: the first thing that comes to mind i think with that is um when when we were first started down this this um journey this road uh and and being you know social media being what it is you're out and you're searching for your community you're searching for those people who are on this same path with you or you know similar and finding the people that are like, Oh, if you do this and this helped my child and, and, you know, this diet and that, and don't do this. And so it's like, I, now what I know now is, you know, it is very individualized. Like what, what works for Jack, even on a medication level may not work for my friend's child. Who's, you know, also has ADHD and, and, um, is autistic. You know, it's just, it's not the way that it is you know, typically speaking or, um, you know, diverse speaking, it's just, it's not how it is, you know? Um, and, and to sit in that then and, and not think that I'm failing. I was failing Jack by not doing all these things or trying all these things or, um, you know, this
2: wasn't working for him per se, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to not, that knee jerk reaction when you receive a diagnosis and when you're, if, if your children are younger, Mm -hmm. um, is just to throw the, the impulse for everyone, professionals, parents, everyone is to just throw everything at it, like the kitchen sink, the whole, you know, Mm -hmm. and then just see what sticks. And, and I understand that. And it, it does, there is some value in that, but Mm -hmm. Not only do you need to pace yourself, but it's not always – not everything is appropriate for every person. Just the, between the four of us, um, we've all had our kids, or I think three out of the four of us, have had our kids on a certain prescription medication at some point, and it did not work for Austin um, Gracie's responding it to it to it differently and Rory's responding it to it differently. I don't know if, uh, if Jack's ever been on guanthecine, but like, mm-hmm. that's a perfect example. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's just not always appropriate for each
3: person. Well, I can, I can add a little plug there for that because this is something that comes up a lot in conversation is one of the reasons too is not, it's how their bodies process it, but it's also important to know that the statistic is that ninety percent of autistic individuals have a issue with methylating, which is how they process nutrients and medications in their body. And there's different um, there's different markers for that, and you can actually get blood work done and all that stuff to to learn exactly if your child methylates is, is methylates certain things or not. Um, because they could even be consuming all the right things, but they're not even getting, when I say all the right things, all the right nutrients, they're not even getting the benefit of it. And you're just, you don't, you don't understand why. And that, that can be why. And that can, that's why one of those things that it, why it changes one, mm-hmm. one of,
2: one of the contributors. One factors. of the reasons. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: It's, it's, I, I, I guess I want to just put a little disclaimer in here right now to say that we hope that this conversation isn't discouraging. Like we don't no. want you to walk away from this, hearing all these things that we wish we would have known, and be like, "This is so overwhelming. Like, how am I supposed to find anything that works for my child? Right. How am I supposed to do, you know, anything?" It, it, there is hope and there is positivity from it, but it just, just kind of, I guess, keep these things in mind in the back mm-hmm. of your mind. Mm-hmm. If something seems too good to be true. If someone's promising you something that seems too good to be true, just Mm -hmm. as a general rule in life, (laughs) it probably is.
1: So just keep that in mind, you know? Well, and and not even just that, but like not wanting you to get discouraged if something works for somebody else. Right. Yeah. It doesn't work for your child. It does not mean that all hope is lost. It just means that that one thing did not work for your child.
2: Or it didn't work for your child right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good point. Thank you. Yeah, and, Life is
3: just well, trial and error, you know, like
1: yeah, right. it is. It is. And-
3: well, we're also talking about two different types of, um, factors too. You're talking about things that are like fixed factors like medication, but then you have certain therapies that are subject to human error and application, um, uh, deviance. And so, when people are like, oh, well, we did this therapy and it was amazing, or we did this therapy and it was horrible, that's the delivery. It's not just the mythology of those things. You're looking at the application and the delivery of those. And so a lot of times people will get very jaded by that experience and then no longer revisit or try to navigate finding an alternative solution to still obtaining maybe that there said therapy, um, and looking at those individuals. I think I didn't personally have that experience where I got jaded from a specific therapy. We, we had problems with certain therapists, all of them, actually all different therapies, but it didn't allow that to remove my way of thinking about how I was going to pursue this, this path. And so that I know comes up for a lot of parents. And then to your to your comment or your remark remark about we don't want people to feel hopeless exactly in fact what we're trying to do is the opposite yeah is that mm-hmm. and it's about it's about pausing and not feeling super rushed into having to make decisions um you think that 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 compulsion that happens it's just being present to the compulsion and saying okay i don't need to try all this all at once. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's important.
2: Mm-hmm. And a- another point, another on my bullet list here is, mm-hmm. is stopping and starting therapies, treatments, mm-hmm. medications, mm-hmm. teachers, whatever, p- pick, pick, your thing. Um, you can, yeah, do, find, find something, something is recommended to you. You see something online, you talk to a doctor, whatever it is, you do your research, do your due diligence, look into it as best you can, um, and then and then give it a try. You yeah. can try anything. I mean, w- with a few you know extreme exceptions, I would say. Um, and then you can also. This is the part that I think a lot of people get hung up on: is if it's not working, stop. Yeah, you don't have to keep doing it just because health insurance approved you for this many hours or this certain thing. If it's not working, you don't have to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, I know I've mentioned this before. We decided to do some private um, occupational therapy for Austin, mostly not because he needed fine and gross motor skill development necessarily, but because we were trying to find some sensory regulation for him, getting some new eyes on him. He has OT at school, but I wanted somebody who had not seen him before to give me some insights and give me their professional opinion. And I met a fabulous occupational therapist. I loved her setup. I loved her philosophy. I loved her approach. Um, She could handle Austin physically. Everything was lined up and we tried and we tried and we tried and we tried tried for six months, six or seven months. And we got maybe half a step, Mm -hmm. you know, in my vision of like him progressing We maybe made half a step and it got to the point where we had a little powwow, the the OT and I, and we just, you know, this for the amount of time and energy and money that we are both putting into this, he is not progressing the way that we would hope. Um, It's time to maybe stop. And let's let's look into something else for him, or try something else. And if that's six months for you, or a year, or two years, or three months, or it's it doesn't there's not like a timeline. I'm not saying it has to be six months, but but that's what it was for us. And and you have to really go with your gut a little bit, your little mama instinct when it comes to to trying things out or choosing not to to continue with something. So mm-hmm. thoughts. Well, and
0: just a little side note to that, just that regression is is normal. I, I hate using that word, but part of the game. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. You know, and 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 much like you were saying earlier, Jean, it's this. You know, this. A lot of the times, it's out of the gate. This concept of like do 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 do, and you're going to just keep progressing. When you know that's not, not not the case. You know, you can you can be taking five steps and be doing so well in a therapy and then all of a sudden just life and circumstances and and there's so many factors that play into it and, and you can have a massive regression. Um and obviously we talk about this on a um another We've episode. A lot but, of times, yeah. But yeah. that is the that is the normalcy of it, you know. <laughs> you, um, I, I you know, know I keep saying it, but I, I'm, I don't know what other word to use. That is the natural. That is it is just natural for that to happen. Natural. Um, that's a good. There we I go. Natural. Okay. Natural. But you know what? Organic. Organic. Have you, guys,
1: yeah. have you guys seen that meme on social media? And it's like the life of an entrepreneur, or like whatever. And yes. it's like it looks like uh, a mountain range. Yeah. But the then it's like. Then it's like a loop, and then it's just a scribble. And yeah, then it goes like off to the right. <laughs> yes. Like that's how I feel like life is. <laughs> yes. Like, like it's not just like this beautiful increasing line, you know, going a steady progress. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's literally like that now.
3: It, it inverts. It goes down. It drops. Mm-hmm. Stays down there mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Comes back up. Is up there for a while. <laughs> swings. I'm gonna have to. Or, I'm gonna have to. Swings to Richard. Then a Louis.
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to find that meme and then change the wording on it to like, like for us yeah, you should post it on the page when this episode comes out. So people know what the heck I'm talking about.
2: Write that down. So I'm going to steal oh, it. Probably me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's probably you. It's <laughs> probably me. I need to write that down. <laughs> yeah. Me. I will write that down.
3: I okay. should not be in charge of writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah.
1: So
2: stop and start therapies. Go with your gut. Mm hmm. Do your due diligence, do your research, talk to people, but, but you are the one who gets to decide those things at this, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to people who have minor children, you know, who mm-hmm. are young enough that they need parents to make those decisions mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Um, And, and going into that, I kind of mentioned this already, but, but is it is to speak up and to go with your gut. It is to say things, it's to ask questions It's to um, get really curious and you don't have to be uh, necessarily rude or aggressive or mean about it. If you're questioning a professional, Um, sometimes you do need to do that. Um, But uh, but 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 really like approach it as as a student, you Mm -hmm. are learning, you Mm -hmm. are learning a new way of thinking, a new life, a new everything. And um, not only for. Your child, but for yourself, mm-hmm. and you need to become, you know, the most porous student you can, and just take in as much information and, and then choose what you want to, to keep and
3: reject. Yeah, I like. See, I, I like think the that's the idea,
1: problem, <laughs> I like the idea of being a student, but also remembering while you're being a student and you're learning everything that you are the expert on your child, like literally nobody yes. knows yes. your child better. So it's one thing to sit back and learn as much as you can from people who are experts um, in choosing what to utilize, but remembering that like you are the final say
3: you are, but then go with the gut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, um. so I was saying that that's <laughs> it was dangerous for me because I was like super porous, you know, you're just, Yeah, you are. And we've talked about this before. You're in this state of hyper arousal um, from this experience. And so you're extremely vulnerable and you may not realize that you are because you think you're being this it's 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 taking on a face of that. You're this, you know, you know, bad mama you know, (laughs) and that you are, you're in charge and you're running the gears here. And that's all true. And so none of those things are like, neither of one of those experiences are mutually exclusive. You can feel both. You can feel this high sense of urgency and drive of like, I'm, I know exactly what I need to do for my kid, but the same way you have this other layer that is, is impacting the situation and your decision-making. And it's about, again, I, if I knew what I know now that would have given me a lot more pause in one, my reaction time, my decision-making, what I would have chose to take on um, just all of it. It would have probably changed that um, and spared me some (laughs) really hard, suffering, struggling times, especially in that beginning part. And that's what we want to do because Cause some people don't bounce back and they don't know that they need to create self-care plans and that they don't, they don't come with the, this is a marathon. It just becomes this depleting circumstance. So it's where we don't want to find our families and our parents in those situations um, if it can be avoided in some aspect. And no one's there telling you all this. So this is what we're here for. Learn from mm-hmm. us, please. <laughs>
2: we, we can't make it any necessarily like easier or better or less painful. I don't know. Like it's not going to be this magic. There's no magic formula that any of us can tell you or anyone says that they can. They're lying to you. Mm-hmm. But but
3: there right. is. Those are the things to stay away from. Those people yeah. that say they have that book, I turned autism around.
0: <laughs> no. Explain neither. to me.
3: Explain to me what you mean by that, yeah. Susan. Yeah.
1: Actually Susan, don't <laughs> Yeah, don't yeah, actually don't explain don't. it to me. Just don't. Just don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Susan.
2: <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's um there is value in in learning and growing and making mistakes and even, dare I say suffering, but mm-hmm. but um really <sighs> learning from others and and listening to others who maybe are a few steps ahead of you, there there can be a lot of benefit in that. So um, that's something else I have on here is to find other people. Find other people who um, can be possibly a mentor to you or that, um, like I said, maybe, maybe two or three, four years down the road further than you are, like age-wise or progression-wise with therapies or whatever, and pick their brains. Um, I think the best option for that, if you can, is to find local people where you can talk to them face-to-face. They may know the same doctors, the same therapists, the same teachers, the same school districts, et cetera, that you will come in contact with yourself. Um, but there's also other outlets, of course. There's social media. There's there's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, you know the internet, all sorts of different things. So, um, yeah, just... Keep that in mind. I know I have really gleaned on to a couple of people in particular whose children are a little bit older than mine. And when I encounter something new or something that I'm unsure of, I tend to go there first and say, Hey, friend, what do you think about this? Ever done this for your kid? Have you ever looked at this? Do you know this doctor's name? Blah, 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 blah. And they, that's kind of where a a good place for me to start at least. And then I go from there. So
0: thoughts. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's sort of what the, that's sort of what the Texas parent to parent mentorship does. So places Ah. parents with that, and I should say not just Texas parent to parent, but parent-to-parent organization, the mentorship program is, is set to do that. So it can kind of, it's not about just this one family that you may be placed with for the rest. It It has its time. It has its season. It has its purpose because something that you are currently walking through or trying to sort out is you're getting some helpful information and guidance and sounding board from somebody who has specifically walked through that. Mm -hmm. And so it is definitely seeking out those outlets. And that's one area and how you can, how you can be matched up with a family and having that, that you need several various different types of peer to peer support. I know we talk about that a lot like you've said it well you said diversify your portfolio that's my <laughs> diversify diversify your your peer to peer support portfolio because you need it from different angles like you know our our community and our platform podcasts and on social media it has it, it has its purpose it has its its limitations it doesn't we don't we don't cater to every single right particular need we we can't do that um, and nor should we. So you you find multiple ways Avenues. to mm-hmm. get yeah, to to get that need. But you do need it. And I and then bring it back to what I said in the beginning, which was when Rory had just gotten a speech diagnosis. I should have been poured into an organization or a parent that had that. Like the doctor should have been like, you know, you should talk to other parents. So I kind of had to walk the path of of getting speech therapy for their kid. Because in that moment, I immediately became isolated without even knowing it because I was like, oh, well, this is just one thing. You know, this is just one thing. It's just a speech delay, just a speech delay, you know? Um, and, I don't need to involve other people or have other support. I can handle this. I mean, honestly, I'm an Enneagram eight and my toxic trait is I don't need help. So, (laughs) so should have been a red flag for any care professional, um, that had encountered me to be like, no, 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 Mrs. Mayor, you actually should be involved in these, um, in, in some sort of community now uh, with your child walking this path. But, um, here we are, here we are. Here Five six years later, mom talk autism.
0: You found <laughs> this us. Is what I have now. Well, and that that that's part of the whole process too. Is that where you're at right now in your journey, and the and the people that you are in um, community with that that is going to change. It just it's it will. It's just life in and of itself, you know. Um, and and your as we're walking through this journey with our kiddos, and we're um. We're just finding those different people, and and it and it and it, you know, you you change your ideas, change the way you advocate, you know, everything just it changes. So what um, you put up with, what you put up with, yes, all absolutely. those things, absolutely, yes. I'm gonna um, bounce
1: off of that when you're done. I'm gonna, yeah,
0: bounce off. yeah, do it now, bounce it, do right it now,
1: now. do okay, it. I'm bouncing. I'm gonna throw. Three things at you right now. Ooh, are you even ooh, okay. ready for this? Don't throw them at me. Just gently oh, give I'm, them to me. I'm not going to lob them. Please, I'm throwing do, them. do not,
3: do not throw your poo this way, please. Don't <gasps> oh throw my goodness. Poo. Okay.
1: Um. Okay. So one of mine was kind of what you were just saying, Tosh, and that is that friendships are going to fall away because people do not understand. Right, and it's yes. not your fault. Because I think that it's very common to feel like guilt and to feel hurt and to not understand why Mm -hmm. people are falling away, Um, Mm -hmm. and it's because they don't get it.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the fact that they don't get it is not your fault. That's one. Yeah,
0: love that. And and quick side note to that, Shannon, is that that can be with you know typical friend you know friendships and families, Mm -hmm. and that can also be within the neurodivergent community. You know, you're, you're not what necessarily you know you think you have in common at first and then and then you realize you know we don't we're not on the same wavelength you know so
1: mm-hmm. that is
0: normal too we just change and we grow and we move on okay go
1: and we decide who we're going to keep around our yeah, precious company, little family mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um and i had three and now i can only think of two this is what happens when i don't write notes like britney um Shannon. the other thing that um I think was like fascinating and heartbreaking and wonderful all at the same time was um, I really had to learn that just because Gracie doesn't know something in the traditional way, it didn't mean she didn't know it. Mm. And a lot of times we would not realize that Gracie knew something until all of a sudden she was doing it. Right? Mm. Um Like one example I've probably talked about before is like we didn't even know she knew her colors until she got these little ducks to play with in the bathtub. And she started setting them up on the side of the tub and saying purple, green, pink. And we were like, oh, my God, you know, all your colors. We didn't even know because she's you know, quote, non-speaking. Um, And that can really be hard at school when they're doing testing and your child does not test the way that other kids test. And. I will never forget my favorite preschool teacher, Miss Jessica. Um, they were doing testing. Was it yours or Gracie's? Gracie's. My favorite preschool teacher of Gracie's. Um, <laughs> they were doing testing. It was a private preschool, so they did testing. And Miss um, Jessica, in this, was not a special needs preschool. Um, she knew that Gracie had more in her, so instead of doing the standard testing they were giving all the other kids, she took Gracie to the rug in the classroom that had numbers and letters and colors on it. And she was able to test Gracie on everything she knew using the rug at school Mm -hmm. because Gracie couldn't test like the other kids. So Mm -hmm. just because your child doesn't know something in like the typical sense, you know, that maybe your other child or their peers know it, it does not mean that your child doesn't know or understand certain things. Mm -hmm. Sounds like Jessica,
2: Miss Jessica understood the the value of a, individual education
1: Mm -hmm. plan. -hmm. I know. And that was even pre-IEP, you know, Mm -hmm. that was even, I mean, Gracie, I think was like two or three because it was before she transitioned to the preschool through the school district. So it was pretty early on. Um, And and your child is always
0: enough. The, mm -hmm. the typically speaking, the problem is the educational system pre, you know, school district and um and in the school district, right? You know, um mm-hmm. thank God for IEPs and 504s and all of that and 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 special education. But um, you know, sometimes even then it's it's not it's not a perfect system. The it's thing not is. a perfect system. So so know that that like you said, Brittany, in your gut, if you feel that something is wrong or right or indifferent, whatever, you know, that, that to, to follow that intuition, because, um, you know, you're not always going to get the perfect setting and teacher and paras and therapist no and does. blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So yep. what
3: Jean? <laughs> what Jean? <laughs> I, I, I know all. Of, I mean, like, meaning I, I still, I feel like just recently, you know, just getting confronted with that and someone asking me how even emotionally now, like when I'm walking through hard things, how I can even, because of these systems, because of what you have to deal with, because the systems themselves are set up for this is how they're valuing the systems rate value and compare your child mm-hmm. to some other measuring tool. So both the medical and the educational model, but in the beginning parts, and maybe some parents never acquire this skill, but it's, it's the removing yourself compartmentalizing the emotion built around that and removing like that is just going to say what it's going to say, but that does not exactly define who your child is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is a very hard place to arrive to. Can you, did I, did I finally arrive? Absolutely. Did it take a long time or it felt like a long time? Yeah. And then you have these new sets of skills that you that you can then navigate those conversations depending on who you're talking to. It's kind of like code switching. Mm-hmm. You do learn a new level of code switching. It's not, trust me, it's not a code we ever wanted to take on. You would never, ever want to take this one. No one ever said that when we were going to become parents, that it's like, you're going to have to like create, make yourself bulletproof to be able to endure those conversations. And it's not, it's not even just enduring them, but learning how to move through them to still, still effectively because unfortunately and it's you still have to use those tools those tools still have to be used there is still benefit in using those tools because you have to use what you have right now it's how then those tools are then used and making sure that the teams that you're working with are on the same wavelength with you understanding that i think the impasse that comes is that they're still weighing on the tools as being the word of god or the Bible, you know, per se. And it's them actually knowing that they have to kind of have to manipulate those tools. Those tools are just modalities in shaping what your kids, you know, plans are going to be educational plans, goals, <clears throat> even medical and healthcare ones. So that's brewing in the back of my mind when you're, when you're saying all that, because that's such a prominent
1: feature of walking this path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what you just made me think of Gene. never say never because mm. if you say never you will never more than you ever thought you would never <laughs> like you cannot Whoa. ever can you say that one more time never can i can i get that on a keychain <laughs> Can i gonna i
3: that's gonna be get our angry. second is that is Is that a, is that a, is that a is that second, second thing in our
1: merch <laughs> um i would never do this i would never medicate I would never let my child act out in Target. I would not, ne- like, there are so many things. That I would I, never let oh, my kids I would have never, this much screen time. Yeah. I would never, like, and then you're nevering, you're nevering all the time. I will never let my kids never eat is my middle name processed okay. foods. <laughs> yeah. So just yep. don't say it because you're probably going to never, and then you're going to be eating your words. Yeah.
2: yeah that's yeah. a good well, rule to live by in general.
1: Right. You know, I just be open minded because wish- you never know. I wish too that but I could to go
3: back to you saying it from the beginning. I want you to reword how you said that because I was like, I'll
0: put it in so it the show notes. <laughs> Milan or whatever his name is. I wish, I wish I would have recognized what success was. You know, I obviously t- talked about this yesterday, and and mm-hmm. and going through, um, we have such a jaded idea in our in our society of what success means, um, and. And then you know, especially walking this path of being you know parents to special needs kiddos um, our our success is so individual, just like they are, right their their success it's just it's their success, you know there is not mm-hmm. this perfect box and and when they've acquired this and when they've acquired that skill and when they can reach this goal, you know it it, it it's just different. it's just different and it's different for each individual person. Um, and, and, you know, to remind ourselves as, as the parents, you know, to, to maybe get rid of bad old thought processes and ways of seeing things is that, um, you know, that's how we are going to be the champion for our, for our kids until they're adults, you know? Um, and, and so success is just in, in one person's perspective, you know? Um, so I
2: like that. I've got a couple more, and then we'll start wrapping it up here. Um, mm-hmm. There are I think there are very few of us who grew up or have had experiences with children who were diagnosed with autism and going through therapy and doing all the things that we were doing for our children like we did not see that growing up, right? It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a generation thing. It's progress in medicine and therapies and all those things like 30, I'm dating us, but you know, 30, 35 years ago, um, these kinds of ways of, of, um, helping autistic children was just not around. And so, the way that we saw adults interacting or or handling situations like this when we were children, the way we were parented ourselves, uh, it's not we don't have a lot of to rely on from our past experiences. Typically, what we do, um, this is a little psych- psychology one hundred and one with Brittany. Ding ding, I love is, it. Is um, is you you take for good or bad? Whatever you experienced yourself as a child and then you choose as an adult, whether it's subconsciously or consciously, to parent that way. Mm -hmm. I am going – I love that my parents did this. I'm going to do that too. Mm -hmm. I hate that my parents did this. I will not do that to my children. Mm -hmm. And then every, you know, thing in between on that spectrum. Um, Now, we have our own children who have not only – extremely different needs, but different thought processes and different ways to even go to school or, or speak or do any of those, those very, you know, what you would consider, quote, basic things that we all do communication, you know, I don't have my, the way I was parent, my, the way my parents raised me, I don't have those same things to rely on. I don't have those same skills, whether I I liked the way my parents did it or didn't do it. I can't, I can't use any of that information that I grew Mm -hmm. up with. Right. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. yes. Yep. um, I have to come up with a new way. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you're almost, you you can't still rely on your own childhood or your own, you know, seeing other, your friend's parents and how they did something and like, Ooh, I like that. I want to filing that away for later, you know, but, um, but it is, there is a level of just kind of making it up as you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and 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 doing that research and all of that stuff so yeah
3: well and and, what you've described is the prototype Mm -hmm. the prototype Mm -hmm. so like that initial foundation of the prototype of what we thought family life and family dynamics were going to be not only stem from that conditioning that we received as kids but it's also again goes back there's systems in place there's Mm -hmm. In our mental health system, psychology, there's a whole approach or the family systems theory drives that prototype that that our families basically were functioning or tried to function in that we were sourcing that information from to be the foundation for our families, which actually serves Us almost no good, so we've been reinventing the wheel. I mean, there there is is some good. It's not. Oh, of course. There's not all trash. It's just no, not even close.
2: There's there's tons of good. And there's, there's, there's a value in all of that in your own lived experiences, even if they were bad experiences, there's still right. value in it. But you can't only rely on that, I right. guess is what I'm saying. So Tasha, do you have something? I to was add? just gonna
0: say, and, and, and again, like we've said in so many episodes, the way that we, um and, the and the ideas and the thoughts that we had of how we even if you have a, a typical and a divergent child, you know, like, yeah, the way we parent them might be similar in some things, but vastly different in, in lots of different avenues. Right. Um, and, and so letting go of that thought process too, of like, oh, well I do this with Sloan. So I, you know, I have to do it with Jack and it's like with some things, but not, 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 you know, not a lot of the times. Um, and the sooner
2: you get all of your family on board with that idea, the better, (laughs) even in, even in a typical family, like the way I was raised and the the rules that my parents gave me versus right. what they gave my little brothers are very, very different. Now, there might be some arguing on that from what my parents perceive, but as a <laughs> person, as a child and the one who was getting the rules taken or, you know, given to me. I saw it as they treated them very, very differently than I did. And, and for a vast variety of reasons, even just like sibling order, you know, mm-hmm. of, of who's oldest and, and youngest and things. It's just, it's just how it is. So, um, yeah, it's just, oh, you, you can't parent each child the same. You just can't mm-hmm. neurodivergent, neurotypical, mm-hmm. all of the above. Um, okay.
0: Um, I'll go ahead. I just, one last thing. And, and, mm-hmm. um, and this is, um you know, probably different for, um, Jean and I versus you and Shan because of the, how our child dynamic is. But, um, I wish I just would have known then and really taken into consideration how much this was not just changing and affecting Tyler and I, you know, but also Sloan and changing her life and, and now seeing the years that we've gone through this, um, and, now I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to do better for her. I'm seeing the wear and tear on her um, mm-hmm. along with the good as well, of course. but um, you know, and 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 just recognizing that that she I need a way to help her, a plan to help her walk through this life, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and of course, it's ever changing. It will be ever changing. but um, to just that was something to that I didn't, I was going through my own process yeah. of grief and understanding and, and learning and not even thinking about how it is affecting this other child, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And to also keep in mind, this is probably a whole nother episode, but she has her own autonomy as well. Totally. Yes. And, and we need to respect that. And our and our autistic kids, they right. have autonomy, right? So it's, oh man, it's complicated. It's it is being a parent. Imagine that. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's close out with this. Uh, you just touched on it briefly. Excellent segue, Tosh. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that uh, I'm, I'm uh, um, okay, we're, we're going to prepare for this last one, right? No, this is something that I really, really think a lot of people do not consider or even think this is possible but it is um that it is that grief is going to be a part of this process for you we have devoted several episodes specifically to grief we've broken it down into more manageable sections or steps mm-hmm. um and it it is going to be a part of your life for uh, a Ver. Okay, there we go. Exactly. Another great segue. Like from the, the sandlot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just want to spell that out for everybody. and it's,
2: Okay, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. We got a question this week. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but um, she's asking about how um, how do you deal with like a typical child surpassing, su- su- surpassing, oh my goodness, surpassing milestones that your neurodivergent child who's older hasn't even reached yet. So for instance, mm-hmm. for my boys, I've got three boys. Austin is my autistic kid. He's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott, you know, is older and doing his thing and, and re- reaching his milestones. Austin has struggles and in, in areas in his life that are harder for him. And then I've got Tyler who's 13 months younger than him. Who's just leaping over Austin in some of those areas in a lot of those areas to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's hitting this particular mom. She's noticing it with her kids. Yeah, and it's just it's just ramming like out of the blue. Just one day eating breakfast, and it's just yeah. bam in your yep. face because she well, sees one child doing it typically and one doing it. Not. This is this is constant
0: in mm-hmm. in I would say pr- probably even like you know with Jean and I having the kids being our typicals being the younger and. Um, the, our boys being similar in that, but it is it, it is constant right now. It's constant. And it is something that I have just had to say to myself every day. It does not matter. Jack's success is his success. It is not measured by Sloan's success. It is not measured by where Sloan is at. It is measured by where, what he is overcoming every day, the, his growth,
2: period. Period. Yeah. And that that's that's an excellent point. I agree with you. But I think what I'm, what I'm even more more trying to say on a more basic level is that is going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Like Forever. that
2: feeling that yeah, and it, it's not going to happen the first year of your of a diagnosis. It's not going to happen in just the first two years. It's going to continue to happen. It might happen less frequently. It might go in stages. You might have a period of time five, six, seven years down the road where it's hitting you every day and it seems relentless. And then you'll have maybe a more quiet period where it's maybe not hitting you quite so hard. It. I have been doing this now for 13 years with Austin and it's still, I will be driving down the street and something, he'll, he will do something or I will see something that will, hit me or trigger me trigger trigger is a trigger word now people use trigger too much but yeah. you know what I mean yeah and um and I am in grief again I am f- mm-hmm. going through that process and it it really Hurst. it really it hurt. hurts and it yeah. It comes out of nowhere sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's Mm kind of crazy. Well, someone will say something to you and, you know, it's just, it's part of the process and you're going to have to work through it again and again and again.
3: mm -hmm.
2: So go ahead, Shannon. Well,
1: and not only just for siblings, this is going to happen with kids of your friends, kids of your family members. It's going to happen with other neurodivergent children who are doing things that your child is not doing. Yes, Shannon, it is this comparison game that you're playing with yourself in your head because it's normal to do, you mm-hmm. know. Um, well, it, it is it's, a Yeah, What tool. the society yes. is,
2: Yeah, it's what's been bred
0: into us, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, um, so just
1: understand that like the feelings surrounding that are normal. Yes, not, that's that's what I mean. It's okay yes. to feel that way and you are not alone. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it's okay to be sad.
0: It's okay to be yeah. sad yes. about it, you know. Um, um,
2: I think the magic and the, where the where the real growth or the the helpful side of it is 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 being aware and recognizing it for what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of just S- it staying in it, and, and in let it doom you. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it like this? Mm-hmm. And just and acknowledging it for what it is, mm-hmm. and then moving through that process, and yeah. using some of these other things we've talked about those mm-hmm. those people in your lives, those people you trust. Well, whatever, and heading on to over you. to
1: our Instagram where there's. <laughs> <laughs> 6,740 other parents who feel exactly the way that you do, right? Ooh. So, like, yes, as of today, yeah, but yeah, like, as of today. you're not alone. I guarantee everybody on that page has yeah. felt the way that you are feeling, like, in this yeah.
2: more, yeah, all the time. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, another shameless plug for us.
1: <laughs> no, they're already here. Is there mm. a shameless plug? If it's just our, our
2: Instagram.
0: It's,
1: it's, it's just a, a plug. shameless to oh, plug for our
2: Instagram. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And
2: so, on that note on that follow us on Instagram at moms talk autism <laughs> um <laughs> we have loved having this conversation today i hope this is helpful to you i i know it may feel discouraging at times mm-hmm. a lot of the time
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and even during this conversation there may be points where you're like oh man this this is a little it's a little too raw for me and that's okay uh, but just know that there is hope, there is joy, there is happiness to be found in all of this, even if you don't do everything perfectly or have regret, you know, quote, regrets later on um, because you didn't do something the way or something didn't pan out the way you wanted it to. Yeah. Um, just just keep, keep, probably the biggest thing is just to pace yourself and and know that we are here for you. And um, this is this is the long game. Like Shannon said, so we love you. Uh, please, yeah, come to, come to Instagram. Tell other parents about our podcast. Uh, you can email us at hello at Moms Talk autism. if you have additional questions, thoughts, anything. Um, we try to answer and get back to everyone who messages us in all those various forms. Some days we're better at it than others, mm-hmm. but we are trying. So,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, have a wonderful day, everyone, and. Peace, peace. <laughs> oh, we didn't do a peak of the week. We you want to do that really fast? Oh, peak of the. Week. Let's end on a happy. We need a little happy note. Um, I'm I'm pulling this on us last second. So, um, yep, I'll go first. Uh, okay. Jack had a wrestling match this week, and
0: um, it was a rough one. He only he only was able to wrestle two people, and uh, the first one came with some serious struggle and, and, you know, and some defeat. Uh, but I was super proud of him. He got back into that second match with a new kiddo and, and it was hard to, but he kept fighting and that's all that matters, right? Winning, losing does not matter. Um, it, we just want him to, um, enjoy it and we want him to always fight to the end, you know? Um, cause that's obviously the true success, right? Um, and he did and he, and he, you know, he did it just with pride and, and yeah. So
2: proud mom. So proud, proud I, mom. It. I got to see the videos. I loved it. Mm. Um, Shannon, what you got?
1: Um, as we speak, I have a crew of seven humans finishing our swimming pool and Gracie is going to have a pool. Thank you. Sweet Lord. Above And so is Toodles, which is also a perk. So it's been four months in the making. (laughs) Yes, the dogs. Just the one dog. The other dog doesn't care, but Toodles does. Oh, really? Yeah. So Gracie and her puppy will be swimming shortly, and my gas bill will probably be outrageous. So I'll start to go find me.
3: I'm going to have to dig deep here. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We all got those days. It's a, it's a rough, it's a rough week. Um, I would say the, oh my God. I mean, my, we're walking through a tough phase right now in our house. Um, Rory started, um, special Olympics basketball. And I, uh, was shocked Monday that one, he was, it was a building he's never been to adjacent to a building that he normally doesn't like to go to actually for district things. And, um, he walked out of the car with his basketball in his hand, I, unprompted. I didn't, and we don't, it wasn't required to bring his basketball. I just did it because he got it for Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, so that was fun to see that side of him, knowing that he was going somewhere for another purpose, a specific purpose that he got it. There wasn't a lot of, there was no, you know, pre laying the groundwork that, usually has to happen to do some sort of transition like that for something new that just didn't have to occur. And so that was a really like beautiful moment to just see him do that. It was not even about just like going in and doing it. that's a whole different conversation, but, um, the, that step into that was just really beautiful. So
2: that's awesome. Thank you. I didn't realize it was basketball season for him. Now that's awesome. I'm looking
3: forward it just, to seeing just some started. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, that's great. Uh, for me, um, we got Ruby a couple of board games for Christmas last year, and um, uh, trying to maybe help her learn how to do some more things socially with peers and board games are maybe a good segue for her because there's rules and there's a certain, you know, rhythm to it. And so maybe that would be an easier time than just full on imaginative play, um, where there's kind of no rules or less rules. So, uh, and we've been seeing some really great success. She's handling it really well. We've been playing, um, life, the game of life, but uh, Super Mario Brothers edition, highly recommend if if your child is interested in Mario. Um and she's really enjoying it. She's understanding the rules, she can play the game almost completely on her own. And if she loses, we don't have a meltdown. So that's yes. that's that is that's huge. that's the huge piece. Like my mm-hmm. typical boys didn't always,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> handle that too bad. <laughs> so um,
2: it's been it's been really great to play with her and to have that time where you know we'll force the teenagers to come play with us too mm-hmm. and have a little family game night. And not everyone can participate in our family, but uh, majority of us can, and and it's going well. So I'm happy for that and for Ruby. So anyway, awesome. All right, now we will say goodbye and that we love you and follow us and love us back. Yes, follow us and
1: love us Just love Bye us guys. back,
2: that's all we want. <laughs> all right, have a great day, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.